Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening from. This is the Common Nomad Podcast. My name is Priscilla, aka Scylla. Hey, how's everyone doing? My name is Edward. And um, let's get into it. So, what did you want to talk about this week, Edward? Yes, well, first, how are you? How was your week? Um, it's been okay. Yeah, not much going on. Um, I feel like I blink and a new month arrives and then I blink again and then it's gone and then we're already into the second half of the year. So, yeah, I just feel like time is flying. What about you? How are you? No, same here. Yes, it's the middle of July already. Uh, it's definitely going by. Hopefully people are enjoying the moment as it's going by. But 2022 is definitely, it's flying by. We buy it being August and fall and then winter. So it's definitely, you know, take, you know, make every day precious, make every day special and live the best life you can every day. I think that's the way to go about it. But yes, what's been on my mind is, I don't know, this not from a personal experience or personal perspective, just some something I randomly thought about is this concept of rejection. Now rejection is a very broad word. So it can apply in friendships, romantic relationships, or just your own individual relationship situations. I'm not, not relationship, but your own individual situations that you got going on. Uh, well, first definitions, you know, love definition. So when I say the word rejection, what do you think about? Um, an opportunity, whatever the opportunity is, um, not fully, um, I hate to use this word, but just for the sake of conversation, manifesting, or um, an opportunity that doesn't necessarily plan out fully. Um, I'll keep it very general and very vague because it depends on how you view rejection. Some people view rejection to be a failure, like they didn't get to have that opportunity or that opportunity was missed or it passed or it never happened, or they were denied an opportunity, I should say. So either when an opportunity is denied or it doesn't plan out or it doesn't actually, um, it's not fully birthed, I, I would say. What about you? Hmm. I mean, yeah, to me, rejection, is the denial or the, the, how do I use the word loss, but it's the denial of an opportunity, of an occurrence, or of a situation. You know, I think reject is a, rejection has a very strong negative connotation. You know, you've been rejected. I mean, we can do the, the soft example, of course, you know, when, Someone walks up. Someone walks up to someone they see, they find attractive, and they're not interested. That's one form of rejection. Another one is, as we all know, from colleges, whether it's undergrad, postgrad, uh, med school, law school, business school. Um, you get rejection letters. Um, of course, everybody says it, says it in a nice way, so you don't feel the, the full impact of the rejection. But still, rejection is the denial of an opportunity. Um, that you wanted. I think that's the I think that's the first part of rejection. Whether it's external, internal, you want this opportunity because you 
put yourself out there to receive it. But the other person, the other institution, the other side, the other thing on the opposite side said no, not yet, and or wait. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think um, you hit the nail on the head. And I think that second part is important, that you wanted this opportunity to happen. Um, because if an opportunity is denied and you know you weren't so adamant about it happening, then you wouldn't feel like the negative emotions like you were saying that would come with. But we could also switch the narrative, right? Like rejection doesn't have to be a bad thing. Um, I'm not gonna say it's a mind thing, but at the same time, I'm also gonna say it's a perspective thing. Um, why did you wanna bring this up? I know it's not personal and for the sake of this topic this week, it's not gonna necessarily be about friendship, but we've all faced rejection of some sort um, in different aspects. So like, why did you wanna talk about this? What I mean, once again, I just think, no, I just think it's something relatable, especially in our generation, you know, between the ages of 16 to 33, I think, you know, with the age of technology, social media, us, you know, pursuing further education, then a college degree. I just think we've been more attuned and maybe more familiar with rejection. Um, it's definitely, I mean, like you said, we all experience it in some way, shape or form. We have experienced rejection. The question is, how do you deal with rejection? And rejection, should rejection be something that's expected as you move further in your career, uh, within your associate friend groups, within your partner. And once again, I'm, when I use the word rejection, I know, I mean, first of all, the word sounds strong, rejection. <laughs> rejection, like it sounds aggressive. It sounds negative. It sounds bad, but- I think it depends. Like things don't have to be scary all the time, right? Like being rejected, Duffy does not feel good, especially when you wanted the opportunity. Um, but it doesn't have to be scary. And I think to a certain degree, we have the power to shift our perspective towards the rejection, right? So for example, I've been on LinkedIn again lately and just go scrolling through my time, my my timeline or my feed or whatever it's called. And people usually say, you know, rejection is redirection. And I'm I'm starting to like that better um, as opposed to this is how you handle rejection and it's okay and continue to put yourself out there, which may still very much be true should the, should the advice or suggestion be applied to the necessary situation. But I do like the idea of rejection is redirection um, because maybe the thing that you were denied is not necessarily the opportunity that you need. You know, like, yeah, so it's, it's this concept of, I mean, and that's the funny how you brought that up. That's a great segue because that's how I handle quote unquote rejection. It's kind of like that opportunity wasn't for me anyway. So now we're kind of getting philosophical in that sense. And, but I mean, I think it's true. I think every door that's meant for you will open for you during the right time. And because that door, that college you wanted to go to, didn't accept you, you wasn't supposed to go to that college because of X, Y, and Z reasons. I'm on the fence. Um, I'm on the fence regarding that, regarding what's meant for you is meant for you. I believe that to a certain extent, but I'm not going to go on a tangent. 
In terms of rejection, how do I handle it? It depends. I think when it comes to careers, I've been able to adjust and speaking of LinkedIn, you know, LinkedIn is a perfect, <laughs> is a perfect platform where everybody just seems to be getting a new job. Everybody seems to be getting, you know, a great position. Um, everyone seems to be working for these, you know, big companies that we all know. And um, job seeking, job hunting is not fun. <laughs> um, so to hear that you didn't get a specific position, um, to hear that, you know, sorry, we looked at your application, but we don't think that you're the right candidate for this position, that it's not cool, but I've been able to grow thick skin because I've, I'm learning and I have learned in certain areas to not take things personal. So yes, in that regard, I think when it comes to my career, I can be like, okay, I didn't get the job so I can move on and apply to other situations. Um, while even talking about this, I'm even wondering what other scenarios when it comes to rejections would be the most hurtful, aside from the infamous romantic ones where someone you like, you know, you're interested in, and then they say no. Like, aside from that, is there another form of rejection that, you know, people tend to overlook or underestimate? Um, and if it's meant for you and you get rejected the first time, would that motivate you to try again, causing you to be more persistent or consistent? Does that make sense? It does make sense. Um, I think those are the two biggest things. I mean, it's career aspirations and it's romantic relationships. Well, of course, I mean, there's other rejections beyond that and through that throughout you know, your lifetime, throughout your fellowship with your people. But I think those are the two most common ones because why? You want to get the job you want based on financial reasons, status reasons, um, personal reasons. You want the job you want for your own quote unquote benefit, whatever that means. Second thing, you want the partner you want because you want to build some type of future family uh, companionship with somebody. And so those two main things that you want and you don't get because of you know circumstances, that's why you feel rejected or like, man, I hope for that job. I hope for that partner, it didn't work out. I got fired or they didn't accept me. Okay, you know, but to- uh, well, That's to, another to, one, getting, getting fired from a job. That is another form of rejection because we, we often tend to think it's applying for the job, but yeah, getting fired from one or being let go. Um, I've had that happen to me. And I think because it's happened already, I've now been, cause it was my first time being let go from a job. So I was like, I had no idea, you know, how to respond to that. I took that pretty hard. What were you about to say? No, so you, and once again, we're not gonna make it personal because I think rejection is a very, very like deep, intimate moment that we all share individually. I don't think it's that deep. No, I think, I think one-on-one, like you said, I mean, when you, especially when you're in the feeling of rejection, you feel, not for everybody, but I think the main common traits are, one, you feel ashamed, two, you feel embarrassed, and most of all, three, you feel like you could have tried harder, you probably be thinking, what do you do wrong? Or you probably thinking, I'm not good enough. Some aspect of that part three thing. And so- So how rejection leads to some form of either doubting yourself, 
maybe insecurity or to some people basically an existential crisis i don't know if that's i don't know if that's a reach but i mean it, it could be that way no, no. Mm-hmm. no go ahead sorry go ahead go ahead no, no you're good i was just i was gonna say definitely when i lost i don't i don't mind speaking about losing my job because it's like okay well i'm on the other side now so i don't have to worry about that um in hindsight it was very interesting how it happened and yes i had all those uh phases of like okay was there anything i did that was wrong um you know was i not a good employee which all that is not true that's just your mind being very hypercritical of you for example even if we're not going to use a career we're going to use someone you were interested in is not interested in you or they deny they deny you or they reject you um you might think of it as was it me was i not good enough or yeah maybe it's maybe it's best that you know it happened that way because you don't know what would have happened had this opportunity really came to pass and i think the same thing for a job right like we could really want to work for a certain company but who's to say that when the opportunity is given to us that it's what we need you know um which might point back to why do we desire the things that we desire um but i think it's a matter of it's easier said than done but really understanding that rejection really is redirection and really pointing you towards something else um and really not taking it personal. It is not that you're not necessarily the right fit for this person or this opportunity. Um, it's just that it may not be coming from, actually, I don't even know how to finish that sentence. It just may not be for you and, and that's okay because not everything is meant to be for you at the same time. So not everything's actually meant to work out. You get what I'm saying? No, uh, yeah, I mean, and and once again, is we can call it the grandmaster plan of the universe, and you know, all these little you know data points that we all circulate within our lives to show like, okay, this job, this friend, this grade, this partner, this that, this that, and you know, of course, during those intimate moments, we feel like it's so deep. Once again, I'm talking about like in the moment, you feel like, whoa, why me? Why that? And of course, looking back on it, you're like, you know what? It wasn't that deep or maybe i just you know i was in the moment but looking back you're, you're right the opportunity was not for me because of x y and z so i think for rejection you know it's one i mean i like the word process but again it's acknowledging that it's not your fault you know don't quote unquote blame yourself for the feeling of the rejection because you know at the end of the day it is out of your control as long as you put your best foot forward that's all you can do in the day with anything, whether it's in a friendship, relationship, a job. If you wake up every day and put your best foot forward, you know, and you know, things will happen. So hopefully most things in your favor, some things are not. And like rejection, like I said, I, 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 want, I want you to be absolute with this. I don't, I don't think nobody likes or enjoys the feeling of rejection, but it has happened throughout your years. So as a result, acknowledge it grieve the rejection another word grieve grieve it and then process it and then you know i mean a part of that process is not blaming yourself that you got quote unquote rejected does that make sense 
Look at you trying to give the listeners some advice and some and some suggestions. Okay. Um, listen, no, listen, yeah, I'm learning from the best. I love from think, you. I think not not from me. I have I just have thoughts. Um, but no, I I think um, we also need to face rejection in order to be able to handle it, right? So sometimes there's an ego trip where you feel like, oh no, I would have been the best person for this opportunity, whatever said opportunity is. And sometimes um, <laughs> life will humble you and say, actually, no, you're, you're not the person for this opportunity. Um, but also people need to free themselves of guilt you know, like free yourself from blaming yourself, like you were saying, free yourself from even thinking that you're entitled to this opportunity. Uh, free yourself from expecting that once you've put in, you know, uh, the effort to, to get this opportunity to happen, that it's automatically going to come to you. Sometimes you do have to be rejected to understand that, hey, you know, I may not get everything I want which is really important in this day and age of instant gratification. And I think that's maybe a reason why rejection may be even harder to face because we just think that within the snap of a finger, I'm going to get everything I want. Um, and, you know, the world is your oyster, which it still is. Definitely continue to persevere if, you, if one door closes, another one is definitely going to open, right? That's another perspective um, when you're going through you know, when you're trying to grieve the process of, okay, I've just been rejected from X, Y, Z, and what's a way for me to think about it? Another door is going to be open for me, right? Like, thankfully, there's not one door that you have to go through. There's many doors. Um, so I think free, freeing yourself of, of shame, guilt, because that's also self-deprecating. Like, you don't need to be that hard on yourself. It was nothing that you did, especially if you put your best foot forward. And even if you felt like you didn't put your best foot forward, um, it is okay. I don't think it's, it's, it's not the end of the world. Not I don't think, but it's truly not the end of the world, you know, for you to be, um, feeling like this was entirely predicated upon, upon you and you only, it's, it's out of your control for a reason. It is, it is. And I mean, and like I said, what's the second, third part of rejection, the bounce back, you know, the, the ability, I mean, this is kind of a sports analogy, but, you know, it's a sports analogy for a reason, to get back up. You know, rejection will try, keyword try, to knock you down, to put you backwards, to feel physically, emotionally, mentally down. But I think it's that step, like, like you said, being, you know, being faced with rejection multiple times gets you better at it, and hopefully you get to a point where, you get back up quicker than you did the last rejection and quicker could be just, you know, a few minutes, a few days, and then putting yourself back out there, applying for the next job, applying to the next school, looking for the other partner, new partner. So to me steps, you know, once again, that's kind of like the third step of putting yourself in the face of a potential rejection. And again, knowing what could happen because you just went through it at the same time though, you understand that this is part of the process to get to the school you want to get to, to get to the job, uh, title, whatever career aspiration you want, whether it's entrepreneur as well, to get to, and also, you know, partner, you know, romantic relationships, to get to the partner that you want to build with you. Now, you got to put yourself out there to be challenged again, to be 
quote unquote. It's like it's it's kind of bad to say it, but you gotta give yourself that room for a potential rejection again. All, once again, all you need to do, you don't get. I mean, for the most part, I'm not saying you can't have multiple jobs, but you you're aiming for something. So once you got it, okay, great, you got it. And we talk about this in another episode. Once you achieve a goal, you know, you know, relishing that goal, you know, prosper, prosper. I'm saying I'm saying the word wrong. Um, prosper, prosper in that goal. Yes. Um, prosper in that goal. Oh, no? like grow, grow into achieving that goal. Is that what you mean? No, like, you know, be, be one with the goal. Like be, be, be happy, be, be, be satisfied. You complete that goal. So whatever okay. career person you're going to, you got it. Great. Before you go to a new one and once again, putting yourself out there for another potential rejection, be okay. Hey, you just overcame an obstacle by getting the job you want, by getting into the school you want, by finding a partner that's been with you and wants to be with you for the X number of years that what you want. That's great as well. So um, going back to the rejection part, I think putting yourself out there, you know, face to face with potential rejection is the last, last step for you to be say, okay, I know how to deal for the most part with rejection. And I think it speaks to, um some people might process rejection as fear to never ever try again. Um, I don't know who needs to hear this, but I'm gonna say this. Rejection is not something to be embarrassed about because everyone has faced rejection at some point in time. Um, but yeah, rejection is not one of those things that you have to be scared of. Um, it's not one of those things that you should try to avoid either. Um, I know Edward, you're more of like a probability. What are the chances and statistics and all that, but really this is life. So whether you're going for an opportunity where the chances are high, low, whatever the case may be, don't spend your life trying to avoid rejection. It's going to happen. It's going to find you. Um, I think it's really impossible to try to avoid it, though it's not a comfortable feeling, but I think once you get to the other side of rejection, then you realize like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, in hindsight, like, oh, okay, me losing my job at that point in time felt like the world was crashing. It doesn't feel like that right now, you know? So um, it's not to say I will never apply for a job again out of fear that I'm gonna constantly be rejected, no. And I know that there's people who feel like that. They probably feel that everything that they touch just never, maybe brings them forward or it never takes them to the next level. And that's not necessarily true. Cause I think, I think people, I think sometimes people reject themselves before other, before life rejects them. Does that make sense? Like, I think people count themselves out before they can even try to go for the opportunity. Maybe that's another, maybe like, cause you could self reject, I guess. I'm sure there's a term. You can. I mean, yeah, you cannot shoot your shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could not. Take you could talk yourself out of even trying to shoot your shot. So, yeah, maybe that's another form of rejection, not just an external opportunity, but you internally like not believing. So, there's a term in psychology called self-efficacy, but basically, it's just it's just the ability to think that you can achieve something. That's basically what it means. Um, so, I guess some people either have high self-efficacy and some people have low self-efficacy, right? Some people just talk themselves out of a situation just because they really fear rejection. And, and that's unfortunate because they shouldn't have to fear it. It's gonna happen. Um, I think that's what people should tell themselves more, that rejection is gonna happen. It's gonna happen more often times than you think. And 
once you get, I don't want to say used to it, but once you're able to adjust and apply a different perspective on rejection, it's not that scary. It's funny how you know, earlier you were talking about mean probabilities. I mean, yes, I mean, like I would say, probabilities, probabilities are not guarantees. They just like, okay, this is more in favor of happening this way than the other way. No guaranteed. It just, once again, this percentage shots, I shoot better from the right than the left. So when I want to be pitched opportunities, I rather shoot from the right. That don't mean I'm not gonna shoot from the left. And I can miss both of them or I can make both of them, but I tend to shoot better on the right side. So if I can, I'm gonna pick my spots and shoot from the right side more because that's a better chance for me to achieving X, Y, and Z, the goal. But once again, that don't mean, like you said, I won't get rejected with that probability. It's just a higher, how higher, you know, weight. And it's similar to grades. Like you said, if you have above a 3.8 GPA, you got this certain score on the exam, you have a higher chance to get into, quote unquote, your top school, wherever your top school may be that has those high grades requirements. If you have a below, you know, a 3.0, and not as great of a test score, then yes, your probability goes lower, but it's not like you're not gonna, it, it's not zero, it just goes lower. So you should still apply, but your probability just goes lower because you have a 2.2, the person applying has a 3.9. Yes, more than likely, more than likely, that person with a 3.9 will get the job. Same thing with, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll get the, the, the seat on, at the school. I mean, jobs are different because as we know, nepotism is a thing. It's not so much black and white, especially, you know, as you move further, you know, in your age and your career, you know, it's about, you know, also, you know, your, your value to the team, your value to the company, if it's your own company, you know, what you want to do better for yourself. You know, so, you know, that's not as black as white there, the probability when it comes to jobs. Now, of course, if you do well, you know, you, you make your hours, you're a good person, you know, good people person at work, then yeah, raises and promotions may tend, may tend to be higher to those people than people who are not doing, you know, being late every day at work, not submitting things on time with excuses, whatever. They probably won't be at the job as longer or not get those raises and promotions compared to someone who's there every day who, you know, shows up, does good work, asks questions, et cetera, et cetera. And so, I mean, once again, this part, this episode is not so much about friendships. It's just something I wanted to talk about in regards to rejection and just how it's relatable to everybody. And I don't think people talk about it as much. Cause like you said, kind of when you do get rejected, you kind of either don't want to think about it, you know, want to forget about it or just don't want to process it, but it's okay. Like it's okay if you feel some type of way from the rejection because it's rejection. Like I said, it's, it's an emotion you feel because Although it's mentioned, you know, you feel like you're not good enough, you're ashamed, you're embarrassed, but like you mentioned, that's not the case. Um, rejection is not a form of embarrassment. It's not something you should be ashamed about. And it's definitely not something that you think you are not good enough to obtain or to where you're at right now. It's not those things. And I think your support system should definitely be there to reassure this because we're not saying anything new, right? So you know, whatever the rejection is, whatever form the rejection comes in, I don't, like you said already, it's it's not to feel embarrassed. Chances are the person that you're speaking to has also been rejected at some point in time in their life. So I definitely think like 
your support system should definitely be holding you up, should definitely be reassuring you, reassuring you that you're great enough uh, for whatever the opportunity is. It doesn't really matter. Um, and I think for those that kind of get completely shunned by rejection, I definitely hope that you understand that it is nothing personal and I hope you don't talk yourself out of opportunities just because it happened. Um, yeah, I, I, rejection is normal and we need to we need to actually normalize that and speak about that more. Um, it's funny because it makes me think about like my college experience, how applying to college was a bumpy road for me. Um, I got rejected by many schools and then like on paper, it looked like I wouldn't have made it, but <laughs> doesn't matter now, like here I am. Yeah. First of all, who didn't get rejected by a bunch of schools? Unless you applied to only one or two schools. I mean, once again, that because in our generation, we are trying to have, I don't want to, I don't want to use the word bigger career aspirations. We're just in school longer. So as a result, like, yeah, getting to college is easier than getting to postgrad. And, you know, postgrad meaning pharmacy school, dentist school, business school, law school, med school. You know, it's harder because that's a higher degree of difficulty, you know, to make sure you get in. But no, I mean, I think we all, <laughs> something I want to ask you about quickly as well. When someone says, no one says like, I don't think I ever got a text message saying, hey, bro, I just got rejected, period. When someone says like, I understand, you think that's being too, too service level because, you know, we all been to, to some form of rejection or as I understand a nice way of saying, that I get you need some time and understand you need some time, I'm gonna let you have that time. I think it's a case by case situation. Every friend is different, right? So um, you saying you understand, I mean, if it's just those two words, I'm, I mean, you could say a little bit more. Um, you could ask like, okay, like, what were you, like, what are you talking about? Could you give me some context? Um, and my natural inclination is to always ask, one, I'm always going to need context. So I'm going to ask like, okay, like, what do you mean? Or could you provide some context? Like I said before, or I, I am going to say, you know, I understand how that feels. And, um, you know, like, just remember that this is nothing personal. You know, this is a redirection. I'm not necessarily going to assume that the person needs space because not everybody takes rejection deeply. Like they don't take it as deep or, you know, they, they may not take it as light. It, it really just depends on the friend. Um, I actually haven't, Oh, I did. Um, there was one friend that she was applying for a job and they did not take her. And it turns out a couple of months after they came back around and was like, hey, we actually want to hire you. In that moment, um, she wasn't down and out about it, but it was more like, you know, hey, I'm definitely sorry to hear that. Um, and she knew my situation from, you know, just talking to her about applying to jobs at that moment for myself. Um, I know some people say like, don't share things about yourself when someone's talking to you about their stuff. So that that's also another case by case situation. But um, obviously I shared only to kind of bring context to the situation to say like, yeah, I, I do understand what it's like to get rejected as well. So I, I, I definitely think it, it depends, but um, I think for me, and I think my friends know this already, there's, there's not many things that you can tell me that I'm gonna be like, oh my goodness, or you know, I'm gonna feel like I wouldn't be able to at least be a listening ear, even if I'm not able to understand. Like, I'm still gonna at least be willing to wanna know 
what they're feeling because that's important to me. It's important to know what my friends are feeling and it's important for me to understand the situation and, and, and be able to provide some type of context or perspective that they may not have thought of. Um, but that's basically it. Has that happened to you? Did somebody reach out and say um, they were rejected? No, no, just, just, you know, once again, my things I think about when you try, you know, we talk about this in other episodes with emotional intelligence and just trying to, you know, when someone's going through that rejection period, especially, you know, if you have experienced it in your own way, you know, being understanding, you know, trying to be there for them if they want you there, giving them space, giving them time, giving them whatever they need per se. And, and as we know, some people are not as vocal about what they need, especially during the emotional state of mind. But no, that's just something I just thought about. Um, Priscilla, you know, it's always loved to have these conversations with you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, as we mentioned, rejection is not something people should be embarrassed about, ashamed about, or something that, you know, you want to avoid at all costs. I mean, it is, but as we know, it happens. It's going to happen. And yeah. the best way is it to deal with it face-to-face. -face. And the more you deal with it, the better you get at bouncing back, being better equipped to handle it and then you know on to the next chapter of your life yeah i couldn't agree anymore um so once again thank you to our listeners um i actually just checked um the platforms and we have some new listeners from brazil and other countries so thank you new listeners for coming on board um definitely listen to our other episodes um and yeah we thank you as always for listening until next time bye y'all Bye.